Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. And uh, I'd like to welcome back Johnny Arson, producer, artist, and uh, CEO of uh, Crystal Mountain Records. Yo. And uh, we got another artist. So much talent here today, by the way. Got another artist right here, Hypocrite. What up, y'all? We're going to talk about his music, uh, new videos, and uh, future projects. Very excited. Yes, I am. And a uh, pleasure to meet you, by the way. Pleasure to meet you, bro. Thanks for having me in your home, bro. It's hospitality. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You know, just get comfy, grab a beer. <laughs> yeah, well, White Claw. Don't be lying for the audience, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. And then uh, we got some more talent right here. Got Arlene in the, in the studio right bitch here. Bitch, ass Arlene. Well, let's bitch. go. <laughs> he said, bitch, ass Arlene. Is that what he just said? Yeah, he called her. Damn, you going to take that. Okay. She's cool though. Okay. She, she's. I've called her worse. Bro, I, you see my girl, bro. I got the spicy Latina too. I know how it is. If they're if they're smiling, they're cool. Right. 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 Even right? though she looks white, either that uh, or they're about as to long stab as they're you. smiling, they're cool, bro. You know, like, if they ain't smiling, bro, ooh, I'm out the room, bro. You better. I ain't. That ain't my drama. Hey, Arlene looks white, but when she talks, you'll be like, yeah, she's Mexican. She got that spicy Latina. In there. Instead of Zoom, she'll say Zoom. You say the wrong thing the wrong way, you get stuck real quick. Bro, bro. I, I seen her murder somebody, bro. Bro, I seen her flip somebody's I... child. <laughs> she said, you do me wrong, bro, I'm going to sell your child. <laughs> took it, she was like uh, 15 grand, bro. Don't, yeah, you piss off a Latina, bro. People don't understand, your bro. Your whole life, bro. Your whole life. Everybody be dating these white bitches, bro. I don't understand, bro. Them black girls and Latina girls, they'll put you in your place. So let's talk about it. How many of y'all got a kid with a Latina girl who's really going to fuck your life up? I ain't that self-reckless, bro. I like to fuck with Latinas. I don't know. I might have some in Mexico, but I don't really know. (laughs) I'll mess with the Latinas, bro. But I ain't going to have a kid with them. I got a kid with white girls. They're a little easier to deal with. 
Yeah. They take more. I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. You have kids with a Latina, right, bro. She'll make your kids hate your you. Show tonight. She'll be like, your dad's a piece of shit. Man. White girls just be like, he doesn't spend enough time with us. <laughs> they all love you and miss you, but like a Latina will make your kids hate you, bro. <laughs> She will. She will. She'll, she'll be like, kids again. She, will. she won't let you see them, and then she'll be like, your daddy hates you. And then black girl, she'll make your kids disrespect you. You'll be all like, she'll be like, don't listen to your dad. He ain't shit. They throw a 40 at you. You'll be I'm like, grown. hey, bro, we'll clean up your room. He'll be like, shut up, dad. And you'll be like, all right, okay, all right, okay. I'm going to go go to work. So, yeah, we're, we're going to get canceled, but that's okay. I love it. But uh, hypocrite. What's up, bro? Why don't you tell me about um, how you got started in music, bro? Oh, man. Okay, so wait, what you want to know? Like, how I learned, like, a rap or, like, how I started with Hypocrite? Um, you know, I want to see, I want to know the origins of okay, Hypocrite. Okay, so I lived with my dad when I was, like, 12 years old. And, like, my dad was super poor. Like, me and my mom, we didn't get along too much. So, like, I went and lived with my dad for a little while, uh, go learn some, some respect. And so, my mom sent me off, go live with my dad. And my dad was poor. We grew up poor as shit, so, like... I didn't have no Walkman, no no iPod, no none of that shit. So I had this Walkman that had no batteries, and I had the headphones, but I didn't have no CD in it. But, like, I had to look cool for the nice. school, you know? So, like, I had nothing playing in it, but, like, people would just see me bob my head. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I bet he ain't got nothing in it. So I started singing, and I would start singing songs. And I would remember beats. The this one beat that I remember that hit my head the most was that Jay-Z song, that big pivot that, like, bam, bam. And I would like freestyle in my head, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't actually have music playing, so I'm gonna pretend." And so I'd be walking, I'd be like, "Bit pimping," and I'd be making my own rhymes because I didn't know the song, and I learned I could freestyle. And like I had this homeboy, I lived in Utah at the time, like I said, I was with my dad, and in Utah there was only two black kids that came to school. His name was Mike and Tyrell. Mike and Tyrell, they were brothers, and they saw me, and they were like, hey, bro, I hear you spitting that big pimping song, but those ain't the lyrics. Like, what you, what you talking about? And I was like, oh, but I ain't got no. And they were like, okay, so you can freestyle. I was like, yeah. And so, like, well, let's do a rap battle. And it was like, 8 Mile just came out, you know? Oh, it's like, on now. So I was like, all right, let's do this rap battle. So we did this rap battle, and I was going to Mont Harmon Junior High in Price, Utah, and I was in seventh grade, and it was me versus two, two black kids, and, like, the color ain't matter, but, like, you got to understand, back in that time, that was, like, 2002, 2003, you got to understand, in that time, uh, a boy that looked like me, a little short white boy, I was, like, five foot one, glasses, I had, I had one of those shirts on that was, like, buttoned up, but it had, like, the dragons on it. It was super cheesy. Oh, yeah. I looked corny and shit versus two black kids, and you're, like, these, these two black kids are going to eat this kid alive, you know what I'm saying? And I killed him. I killed him. <laughs> and I ain't saying that I killed him because, like, me being cocky, like, the, the crowd screamed, bro. Like, they were, like, ah, and they were freaking out. I got suspended. The The principal, he put me in the, uh, the, the office, and he was like, hey, you, was, uh, you can't be doing that. You're antagonizing, and you're causing racial tension. And I was what? like, I said, what are you talking about? And they were like, you know that their kind likes rap music a lot, and you're mocking it, being a white person. What and I was the fuck? Like, yeah, so I was like, what the fuck? And so that's when I learned I could rap. But the hypocrite thing came along when I was like 20, 22, 23, I had a manager, my very first manager. His name was Sebastian Gutierrez, and he was my very first manager. And he told me that to, 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 make a, to make a name is, like, your key marketing point. That's the most important part of your brand. Like you're That's smart. More That's important advice. than your image, more important than your music. Your name is the, is the, the basis. It's, the, it's the, the cover 
of the book that people will judge. You get what I'm saying? Like I say, don't judge a book by a cover. My name is the cover. You know, so I got I got to make sure there's less judgment. So at that time, this was like 2000, what, 2008, 2009, some shit like that. And I didn't understand what to do with a name. I've been through so many names. I was still trying to find myself as a man. And I came up with this thing, how hypocrite. And I was just like, he said, be true to myself. He said, real will recognize real. So as long as you stay true and as long as you put everything humbly and unapologetically out front, no matter how shameful, no matter how awful, if you own it, it, it'll be, you know, it's real. Oh, it's very, very. So every girl I ever met in my whole life, they always call me a hypocrite. So I was like, hey, hypocrite, you know, I'm, I'm going to call myself a hypocrite. And in that time, everybody who made rap music, everybody's rap name was either something masculine or pro-masculine. It made them look cool. The most degrading rap name I ever heard of in my entire life up until that point was Old Dirty Bastard from Wu-Tang. And even ODB, that name was still hard. You hear Old Dirty Bastard, but it still sounds hard. To a point, no one has a self-degrading name. And I thought, I'll do that. I'll be hypocrite. It's not cool. It's not, there's nothing flashy about it. Hypocrite, people look at me sideways. Like, Eminem has a self-degrading name. Well, they'll tell you. They'll be like, they'll be like <laughs> the thing I hear the most about, the thing I hear the most, people will be like, well, you know, there was a name called hypocrite. People are going to think you were hypocrite. And I was like, wow, really? Oh, really? Not too late. That's what I did, bro. If they knew I, he's a hypocrite. The though. name hypocrite, bro. It came out from like, I had this realization. He stays true to it, though. Like you said, well, he's got to stay true Well, I had this realization, but my heart got broke one time, and I lost this person that I thought that I loved more than anything in my life. And when I lost this person, I loved more than anything in my life. It was all due to my own, my own, my own faults. And like everybody, when you get your heart broken and you lose somebody, you always try to look to blame somebody else. You be like, they, they did something to me, and I retaliated. And I had to learn that like I was at fault. So when I lost this person that meant like my whole world to me, I was just like, ah, I don't know. Like I wanted somebody who was honest and I wanted somebody who was faithful and I wanted somebody who would put everything on the line for me, but I would not give that back. And so I was the type of dude to be like, I was lost in the sauce. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, I was lost in the sauce. I was, I was fucking bitches. I was lying. I was being unfaithful. I was being dishonest. But I wanted, I wanted the exact opposite in return. And so that's why I came up with the name Hypocrite. It was because I'm just, I'm just that dude. Was that dude. <laughs> was that dude. But, yeah, that's, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much where it all came from. And when I decided to be with Hypocrite, I decided that, like, I was going to own up to that shit. And I was going to be the one to say that shit. Because most dudes, most of the fucking male listeners who listen to my music, they decide that when they hear my music around people, they'll be like... Oh, this dude's a piece of shit. He's talking about fucking cheating and 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 and. I ain't with that. But as soon as they're alone, all by themselves, they're like, "Yeah, I feel that, man." Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be the scapegoat, bro. I'll admit that I was a cheater, but still wanted a loyal bitch. I'll admit that I ruined people, but then still played the victim when the relationship fell through. And that's who hypocrite is. I'm the dude that's like, "Yo, I had a good girl that that was all about me and did everything that you could ever ask for, and I took it for granted and I fucked around on her and I did some stupid ass shit." And when she left, I played victim. And I was like, why would she do that to me? I fucked 10 bitches on her, and she went and fucked one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't give a fuck who you is. You could, you could, be, you could be the most straight-edge religious person or the most reckless punk dude in the world. Every dude will relate to one song I got because we all been scumbags one day. And I'll, that's how you learn to be right. If a man never been a scumbag in his life, then you know what's coming. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have to learn. We learn how to be right when we're at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like, we learn how to be right when we're wrong. So if you've never been wrong, then you're going to be wrong one day, or you're never going to learn. And the, what would you rather be? Would you rather be with someone who never been wrong and is ignorant and stupid, or would you rather be with someone who been wrong and learned and is wiser for it? That's and humble. Life, yeah. And so that's who hypocrite is. is I'm a scapegoat, bro. I'm, I'm going to be humble. I'll put my shit out there, and I'll say, I was that. I was this. I was that. And I asked for this in return, and I didn't deserve it. And what I had, I was ungrateful for. You know what I'm saying? So I was super, super long, but that's... No, it, no. It's hard to go into hypocrite, bro, without being super short, because hypocrite super... It's my whole life, bro. Hey, man, I wanted the origins, and you gave it to me, bro. <laughs> and, you know, we all make mistakes, man, but like you said, the important part is you learn from it. Like leaving your chair when doing a podcast? <laughs> I'm all... You guys carry on. Hey, well, there's this quote, this... Uh, uh, so it wasn't that Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein had this quote. It's super profound. Fuck with me my whole life. He said, the day you stop living is the day you stop learning. And so what that means is that every day is a chance for you to become wiser and more intelligent. And the day that you stop thinking that you know, need to know more, that's when the day you think you know everything, that's when you stop living. The day that you think that there's nothing else to learn is the day you truly stop living. So every day I wake up in the morning and I try to think, what can I learn today? You know? That's, that's true. Right. That's what I, I try to do. I think that's part of being young, too, is, like, you think you know everything. Yeah. And as you grow older, you're like, I ain't shit. Nothing. You know? <laughs> you Even know? the smart people, bro, like the, yeah. the Neil deGrasse Tysons and the Einsteins, they still didn't know shit. And like, what can you compare to that, you know? Then, you know, as you get older, like you said, you know, you start learning more. You get a more open-minded. Start doing less of this. Start doing more yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you guys' newest song um, just played the intro, by the way. Um, it's called uh, My Success Was Just to Spite You, <laughs> you know, with a hypocrite, Johnny Arson. Yeah. Dude, that song, I'm not going to lie, it got me sad. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. <laughs> but it's a really great song. I that's love the, the beat as well. A sad and, game, bro. Um, man, I fucking, I can relate to it, bro. Yeah, that, like, I'm I, glad I heard that, I'm bro. not going to say I went through a breakup, but I had to cut this toxic bitch out of my life. Yeah. And then I heard this song and I got all sad. Yeah. Hey, Arlene, shh. Arlene's going to start talking shit about But we her. all have that girl, though. You know what I'm saying? We all have that girl that broke our heart. And, and, and for some of the ladies, we all have that guy. And for some of everybody else, you know, we all have that guy or girl. It don't matter what you, you know, for everybody. We all have that person that that you, they hurt you so much that you grew from it. Right. And oh, so that's yeah. what that song's about. Whether you did them wrong or they did you wrong, that's not, that's regardless. But like the point was, was that some you got her so bad that you grew from it, and that's the whole point of that song. That that song hit hard, bro. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Appreciate if I was drunk, I probably would have cried. Hey, that's what I like, bro. <laughs> that's that gang, bro. Wait till that's you see the gang. video, right? Oh, yeah, that's coming. We filming up. tomorrow. We starting to film tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna go in, bro. Why don't you tell me about your newest video that came out Wednesday? Oh, uh, the go, three, three nights, nights bro. Tell okay. them what's up, baby. Okay, that shit was filmed last year, bro. We should, we filmed that shit so long ago. We filmed that shit last summer. Uh, but me and the the director, we had some disputes <laughs> over the uh, the price of the video. So we it prolonged a long for it. So uh, you notice in the video, I ain't had my lit rings or my uh, my bridge piercing. I ain't had none of that shit because we felt that shit uh, last summer. But we ended up dropping it. I was trying to do something. I had already filmed the music video in Vegas. Some of the same locations of that video. Uh, I thought that. it looked familiar. Numb from Numb, yeah. So it was um the Fillmore. Uh, I think that was the Fillmore. Uh, whatever, but whatever. It's on. It's on Fremont. Whatever. But we went there and filmed. 
And we was we had some disputes, some shit, and then he hit me out recently and was just like, "Hey, look, I've had this video on my vault. I want to drop it. We don't have enough footage. We got to figure out what we can do to just drop it." Because like I had already gotten piercings and shit done. He's like, "We can't film new shit because you look too different, bro. Like it'll just." So what do we do to make this complete? And I was just like, let's make it trippy, bro. Let's make it like a, a fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I love like, that movie, by the made way. Made it all trippy, bro. Added yeah. the effects and it made it trippy. We dropped the shit. And so we just said, fuck it. He just, he just gave me some love, gave me the video. He put it on a... <laughs> but that's the love, yeah, bro, there's, bro. There's, Yeah, we got... That's just going to show the type of people that believe in us, bro. We got this vision. We got this. We got this goal. We got this sight that people see. And people fuck with enough to where they're willing to take some L's to, to, to push forward with it. So It's not just, taking an L. It's just pushing forward. Well, I mean, pocket. The pocket. Sense. You know, like in, in some people's minds, they say, they say taking the L in the pocket. So, you know. Yeah, but what you get in the long run. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, they're taking that L in their pocket to understand what the future going to come through. And so, we, we have a lot of people that believe in us. We got a lot of people that, 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 that show. Yeah. And so, that's cool. Because that, that helped me. Because th- there's some days where I don't, you know. There's some days where I'm, I'm slacking. There's some days where I'm like, I ain't shit. And, you know, this is all hopeless as fuck. And I should just be like, fuck off. I feel the shit. same way, though, sometimes. How I want to give know. up. Like, yeah. when it comes to making music and shit, just because of the pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It yeah. gets fucking aggravating sometimes. It it becomes like when it, it's fun at first, and then it becomes a fucking job. Yeah, when when it's actually yeah, work, you're like, it's like fuck. when it's and that's actual when I take work, a break. man, it's bullshit. That's when I take and a break. This that's is when what you gotta like, like yeah, everybody. This goes on like artists. This goes on engineers, producers, directors. Like, there's so much involved behind the scenes that people don't get to see on oh, their man. Snapchats, and it's yeah. just like. It's a war, but at the same time, like everybody's just gotta figure out the best way to work together. Other, otherwise, it just doesn't. Work. I know it's crazy. You know, what blew my mind. I was talking to a casual. I was talking to this person who like was just a consumer music, and they were like trying to ask about like things that they didn't understand as listeners of what going to make music. People don't understand how repetitive shit get in the studio. And I was trying to like that's the most common thing for artists. Like when you're an artist, the number one thing you think about is like when you play when you recording a song, you hear it so much over and over, it get annoying. So you don't even mention that. You never mention that to followers because it's so common. You just think that everyone knows that. I told this one follower that like I was recording this verse, a force. Uh, it was a it was a 14 second part of the song. I had to listen to for a solid two and a half hours to get past it. And they couldn't understand that. We're like, you imagine your favorite part of the song. Imagine that, like that Juice World song. I still see your shadows in my room. I still see your shadows in my room. I still see your shadows in my room. Imagine that on loop for two and a half hours. And that's the studio shit. People don't understand that. And like, there's a lot of shit that go into the, the studio and the song making process that people don't get. And like, it is. It is like he said. It, it's a it's, process. It's <laughs> hardcore, bro. And it's like when we drop a song that's brand new for y'all. In our minds, we're like, "Fuck, I'm tired of hearing sick this of bullshit, it. bro." And then you don't even want to hear your own album, your own yeah, songs I, when they're done. You're just like, "Dude, but hey, play that new song you just did." And you're like, "Bro, fuck you, bro. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing that shit. You making fun of me right now? We can go outside, bro. Like, what's up? Yo, are you listening to it on your own time? Yeah, I don't want to hear. But no, honestly, Loki, I be listening to music all the time, and whenever I'm alone. Whenever I'm alone, all by myself, I feel like it's super pompous and arrogant and like borderline narcissistic to be like when you're a group of people, you're like, hey, check out this song I just did. I don't like that. So like when I'm alone, I'll be like, 
I'll like go in my mind. I'll try to dissociate. I'll try to pretend I'm somebody who don't know me. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Who's this song? Play it and be like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes you can't help yeah. it though. Like me yeah. personally, I fucking I hate I hate my music. When I'm done with the song, I'm so done listening to my shit. Yeah. But when it comes to like people, I'm like, yo, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, when you see that face, like when you see somebody's face, when you can tell someone's really bobbing to it, maybe you let your song where you're like, Yeah, there we go. You then they get you hyped and you're like, maybe I should listen to this yeah. song. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. you guys, and I don't think it's narcissistic, you know. As long as you're like masturbating in front of a mirror or something, right? You know, like, like I don't, oh, I don't show people. Out, well, I, don't, I don't show people my music is to be like a worship me type shit. Like when I show people my music, I'm trying to be like, hey, like give me like criticism. You know, I mean, like, hey, like what could I do better? Like I'm not trying to be like, hey guys, <laughs> show me, that. listen to this. I'm always more like, hey, like I did this song. Can y'all like tell me what you do like, what you don't like? If this is too much, this like you know what I'm saying? Like I try, I the most the most productive thing that ever happened to me as an artist. As much as some of these these new artists piss me off, because like sometimes the the thing that helped me out the, the most as an artist is there was this one fool I was just like, hey, like listen to this song for me, like let me know what you think, and he was like, hey, you want me to be a hundred percent honest? And I was like, yeah, and he goes, this shit fucking sucks, bro. I'm not even trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to put you down. I'm not trying to discourage you. But this shit is trash, bro. Like I don't know what it is, but something about this just rubbed me the wrong way. And that shit really hit me. Like you, because you could feel when somebody That's being malicious yeah. and when somebody being truthful. Like if I'm like, bro, that shirt make you look fucking ugly as shit. You can feel it's your I'm, favorite shirt. <laughs> or 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 when someone's like, hey man, like I love you, bro, but like that shirt, like bro, don't be wearing that, bro. Make your just, just a little bit. You can tell when it's genuine and when it's. When someone's being like a piece of shit. So yeah. like when I feel that genuine bad feedback, I saw I was like, okay, so most people they get mad when you get bad There's constructive criticism. Like, yeah, constructive criticism. They'll be like hating. they'll get mad. They'll it's be like, difference. Oh, well, you're just a hater, you're just a hater, and they keep doing the same shit. But like when someone finally looked me dead in my face and said, That shit sucks, bro, that's what helped me grow as an artist, bro. That's what helped me realize that like cause that person was trying to be malicious. The bar is open. <laughs> Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. could see it in their eyes they were just like bro i just i just i want you to be better but i can't explain what it is but something about this it's just it's just, eh, gross you even get it with people you work with and so so on I, the slide you can like but that's the thing i appreciate the most like when someone can look you dead in the face and like the difference between malicious and constructive is there's always a reason and that's what i always learned when someone says that's just ass they're just a hater. When someone's so like, that just sucks, you. they're a hater. If someone's like, that just sucks, bro, you suck, stop that. But when you can say, why does that suck? If they can answer that question, it's constructive. But if they say it sucks, but they can't provide a reason why, they're just being a hater, bro. Don't, don't, don't listen to that. But, like, someone could look you dead in the face and go, well, that's ass. And you could be like, why is that ass? If they can answer that question, they ain't being no hater, bro. They're trying to help you grow. And a lot of these younger artists, they'll be like, hey, bro, listen to this song for me. And I'm like, all right. And then they play it to me, and I'm just like, you want my honest opinion? 
And if you say yes to that, bro, I'm going to tell you. Then you get the good people, though, too. Like, like mad, I was in the dispensary uh, recently, and I was just kind of sitting there, and I showed the security dude a couple of videos of Hypocrite, and the whole time I was in there, everybody was just vibing. Was nice. like 20 of us just waiting for our shit, just jamming out there. You guys bro. make good stuff, man. Um, how long Appreciate have you guys that. been working together, and when did you guys meet? Four months, four or five yeah, months, four or five months ago. Damn, I could swear your best friends already. We're, yeah, we're best close. friends for sure, but we <laughs> didn't know each other that long. You know, like you're talking about that constructive criticism. Like, I saw yeah. it in you guys because you guys know what you're doing, and like Arlene, you know, I'd be like, friend, I love you, but you're a little bit dumb. You know, and I'm not being a hater. We were just, just talking about the last time, remember? Oh, now she speaks. Yeah, but thirty minutes in, you know, Arlene's she she ain't even got a full song out. She she we're working on her stuff, but she's getting a lot of hate. You know, like people are like, yeah, oh, you, called friends. Yeah, people that are supposed to be her friends are like talking shit. What are they doing? But you know, you guys, you're like, hey, you have an amazing voice, but you know, you can do better. You can do a little bit better. Like that's. Amazing, you, you know. Can construct- always do better. Wait, when but- I come from that, because no, he's right. You can always do better, but that's not a, that's not the point. Everyone can do better, you know. Like like even the nuclear reactor could do better, but like yep. that's still a feat in itself. You know yep. what I'm saying? Getting to the moon could have been better, but we still did it. So that's all that matter. It's not about being better. It's about being efficient and being mm-hmm. proficient. And I so mean, up with the- when it comes to people talking to you about what you could do to be better. Listen to that, but don't the the part you need to listen to was like like five minutes ago. What we were just talking about when someone could tell you how to be better. Listen to that part, but when they Take say just be better, jerk off, suck my yeah. dick, bro. Fuck that. Just don't eat my chonch. But I met this guy, um, dude. I met Frank. He was it was crazy. I went out one night and and we was I was hanging out, a couple friends in April, and he was he was around the corner sucking some dick, dude. And I was like, what? Are you doing, bro? For gas money, I didn't even yeah, have a car, bro. Money. I didn't even have a car. car and I didn't it was have just a car. Like, Let me get a to Dude, it was nuts. Like I don't even know. <laughs> so what? It's not hitting. Oh, he's trying to. He's trying to. <laughs> Why isn't that hitting? <laughs> it's not hitting, bro. Oh this man said God. I was sucking dick for gas money and I didn't even have a car. This was yeah, cursed we from the get go. Yeah, <laughs> bro. How you guys met? How we met? Like legitimately. <laughs> he was oh, just sitting so that wasn't like, true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that wasn't true. <laughs> well, obviously he won't get no gas money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, this is not hitting. I just poke it and suck it, bro. It's okay. That's what I do all the time. Poke it and suck. <laughs> That's it. what Arlene does to Hector with her long fingers. Hey, she accidentally pegged. poked someone. <laughs> Arlene's pegging you, dude, and she's holding back. Okay, you know, I'm going to tell the story again. So he he saw me getting tagged in some posts uh, uh, from a mutual friend that we had. And uh, he hit me up on Facebook, and I had this show that was, what was it? Was it in December or was it November or was it October? I don't remember. Last year, we had emo night at uh, the S Bar. And he hit me up, and he was like, hey, bro, you, we know some people. It's like, come through the studio. You should come record. And I was like, hey, I, I'll let you know. And I ain't even going to lie. One of my homegirls, I mentioned him, and she was like, hey, I know this dude named Johnny Arson. Her name was uh, Jasmine. She had mentioned something, and she was like, hey, go through. And John, uh, this dude, Louie, he was like, hey, go through, hit him up. I ain't even gonna lie. My first initial response was just like, hey, you know, like, I think everybody's cool. I ain't judge nobody. But, like, when it comes to home studios, 
I've been to home studios and I don't fuck with that shit. And I was just like, nah, I ain't. most home studios, I don't fuck with that. He hit me up directly and I was just like, all right, well, this dude hit me up directly. I owe him respect. And so he hit me up. I stay at this place called Flamingo. He hit me up. He was like, hey, come through, just record. He's like, I got you. Just come listen to it. And as soon as he said that, like, that's the offer I usually make. I'm usually like, let's record. I usually be like, hey, let's record a song together. If if the song sound cool, we'll go we'll go further. If the song don't sound cool, eh. and so he made that same offer. He basically hit me up and was like, hey, come record. Let me know what you think. And so he picked me up. We went to a studio. We recorded, and the rest kind of. I think the first history. the first day we recorded three songs. <laughs> Damn, bro! Like three or four, three or four songs in like, like a two, we were, three and a three and a half hour period. Yeah, we fuck. just went in. I was hard fucked up too. Fuck, and we was. Yeah. I was fucked up too. I was yeah, fucked. Up. Was. I was off of a fucking bender on that week. I was fucking rock starring that shit up. I was I, like, it was right after my show. It was right after my show. Like leading up to that show, I was on like a three day coat bender. I was just fucked up, and then he hit me up. The next day, I finally decided to get some sleep, and I only got like two hours of sleep trying to catch up on like three days and no sleep. <laughs> he, he's like, come record. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, then I was like, you know what, fuck it. Why don't you just come stay in the RV in front of the house for like a month? Yeah. And let's knock this motherfucker got out. Clean. out. I got clean. I got clean. Came in, fucking whipped this shit out. Yeah. He ain't clean now. He likes to fuck around. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I mean, I'm, come on now. I'm cleaning enough. The thing yeah, is, he's, he's not I'm to like the point. Was. I was bad to the point really? where I was like, I it was, was bad, waking up bro. every day and going crazy, bro. I was waking up every it day. It was and, almost to the corner of dick sucking points. Yeah. Right, we, talking, we talking about like eight balls a day. We talking a about day? eight balls a day. Like Damn, fucking like cold. 12 Xanax <laughs> bars a day. We was talking <laughs> about waking up, killing a fifth. Eating some coke, eating some Zans, getting lit, and then he put me in the the, the trailer, sniffing coke, the RV, eating it. <laughs> eating it, bro, just straight up, just nom, 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 nom. get a rock on. Not even kidding, <laughs> bro. It sounds funny, but it ain't no joke, bro. And so like, we was in the we was in the RV. I stayed in the RV for like month and a half. In that RV time, in that month and a half, I think I had two days, just two days where I messed up, just two days in a. In a 45-day span where I fucked up. And that's good for me. 45 days and only two days being fucked up. I was I was pretty good. And, like, now, now I'm to this point where, like, when it comes to shows, oh, I'm going to get lit, bro. I'm a rock star, bro. I, I made rock, rock life. I made rock music, bro. I'm a punk. And so when it comes to the shows, I'm going to get lit. I'm going to go crazy. But when I'm just chilling at home, I smoke some weed. I, I might have a drink here and there. But I'm for the most part, bro, I'm just chilling, bro. I'm trying to be cool. I got, I'm, about to be, I'm about to have custody of my kids, bro. So I'm trying to be... I'm trying to be chilling, you know? At the same I, time, too, I, like, nothing before the shows. Like, we play the show, boom, and then it's yeah. all game. Oh, at the minute I get off stage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? That's something you would do, Chewing. I'm not going to deny it. It's I mean, bad for you. Maybe you shouldn't hang out with us. It, <laughs> beer's bad for me, too, but whatever. I go crazy, bro. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not white boy that ain't a white boy, but is a white boy. You feel me? Like, I'm Mexican and Jewish. So, like, everybody looked at me and they'd be like, oh, you look like a white boy. And like, but, like, white boys. And like, when I went to, when I was locked up, the white boys looked at me and they're like, you ain't no white boy. <laughs> I know, bro. I know. Hey, if, you, if you haven't seen this TikTok and stuff, too, man, y'all got to check out his TikTok. Crackhead Joe Dirt. Crackhead OnlyFans Pay this kid Come on OnlyFans He dropped the OnlyFans Yeah I got the OnlyFans Gotta do the OnlyFans You know what Crystal Mountain's gonna have OnlyFans And I'm gonna have Every one of my artist dicks Uh, Or he wants to do one too The OnlyFans You were trying to force me To make one Hey the OnlyFans I told you I'd help you 
Hey, well, I'm gonna let you know hey, right now. It doesn't all, all have to. How's be. it going? How is that like, going for you? No, she wants to know if she'll yeah, make money know. off it. Hold up, hold up. So before I, I'm, she only gonna say this one word this whole interview. But I'm gonna let y'all know right now how my OnlyFans do. I'm unemployed. I don't work, but 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 do I pay my own? Yes, you do. Okay, so oh. that's my girl that works full time. She works tomorrow. Wor- Arlene drops her OnlyFans. <laughs> Okay, so so just some bat story for the listeners. Be ready, that was uh, that was my girl. Well, just some bat story for the listeners. That was my girl. That's she worked full time and says so she worked full time. Most girls who have a, a boyfriend who don't have a job, you know, you carry that boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like uh, it's like Megatron on the Detroit Lions back in the early 2000s. Like no one watched it other than for Megatron, Calvin Johnson. He's it. That's it. That's the only reason they won guys. That girlfriend be carrying you like Calvin Johnson, like Randy Moss, like Ter- like Jerry Rice, you know what I mean? Like LeBron James and the 2016 Cavaliers, you know? She yeah, carrying you. She carrying you. I'm just you. saying, like, my only fans, fan, but I don't work. Well, all so I'm saying, do it? all I'm saying is that I don't work. I don't have no job, and I survive just fine. I make more than people that have not minimum job. wage jobs. Should, should I make one? I thought about doing stuff like do shove my you? balls into my asshole. You know what your you know what your niche would be called. I told you what I'm gonna do. For now mine. you know what your niche would be called. I'm gonna address my feet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. wear feet lingerie. And shit. <laughs> you know what you would be called in the in, in the sex industry. I want to hear. You would be called a bear. Oh, also. That's kind of sexy. You hairy? You got a hairy chest? No. You're not hairy? I have a hairy ball set. No, I think he means bear like as in a gay guy. Well, no, no. Bear means dad bod. No, no. For the gay community, bear means big, fluffy, like chunky, chunky and hairy. Fuck your You'd be a bear daddy. That's what they, everyone call me. They call me a twink because I'm skinny and so they call me a twink. No, I'm 100% on the OnlyFans shit. The funny thing is is that men can make a shit ton of money on the OnlyFans. But what you got to understand, you got to go over your toss masculinity you know who 90 percent of my customer basis is gay gay dude Damn. and a lot of dude a lot of dudes be like oh, i ain't gonna send my picture of my date to some guy for 200 dollars that's gay hey do you think Fuck you mean bro i just made 200 dollars last night to just talking shit to somebody i ain't have to show nobody my dick i told him he was a dirty piece of shit and he paid me see arlene take notes take notes <laughs> but, so you know, you know what a gay person's number one fantasy is? What? Turning out a straight dude. So if you were straight dude, your number one market gonna be gay dudes. And so what I do is I market myself to gay men, but I never break that gay boundary. They'll be like, pop a finger in your butt, and I'm like, I don't do that shit, bro. Fuck yeah, it, something. Just one knuckle. I'll show you my butt. <laughs> I'll show them my butt. I'll wiggle my butt, but they'll be like, spread your cheeks, and I'm like, why? That's for pooping. <laughs> And that's that straight boundary. But I'll jerk my dick, bro. bro. I made. So, I ain't even playing. Words I, I ain't even you. playing, bro. Between I made some money, artists, bro. bro. You're getting canceled. Bro, you can still stay. You can still be straight and make money off these gay fools, bro. What fuck you talking about? Yeah, you gonna bread, do videos bro. for lesbians, Arlene? I used to sell jugs, bro. This is all money to me. Long fingers. Oh, you long lesbians fingers. love her. Look at her fingers. Look how long they are. Let me see. Let me see. Go like this, spread them out and go, do jumping jacks, finger jumping jacks. <laughs> See, look, she's got the length, I got the girth, look. He got the, ah, I got the girth, I got the girth. Oh Bro, girls God. like the girth, I well, found no, out. He's making me think now, and I'm like, yeah. I'll probably make some bank if I made an OnlyFans. Yeah, you ain't even yeah. got to fuck with people. I don't do you shit with other people. Can you some lingerie and sing or something? Yeah, there you go. Bro, my average month, my average month is 2800 
Nice. Twenty eight hundred a month, and that's on a slow month. My slow months, my slow months are sixteen hundred. Sixteen, bro. I used to work that's a minimum. I worked a minimum wage job, pulling forty five hours a week, and I made sixteen hundred, bro. What are you talking about? My good months, my best month, <laughs> best month I ever. I've made fifty six hundred in a month before. Damn, Charlene would probably make like five hundred. Girls bucks make more. Girls make more kidding. if you market. Girls just have Way to market more. themselves the right way. This got market. The, you know what hold back girls the most? And this is gonna hurt. So here, relationships. The reason why relationships hold back girls the most is because they insecure dudes. I used to. I used. I was married to a stripper, bro. If you wanna, That's if you want, you know what makes the most money. You know what makes more money than a single, a single female content worker, a confident single content worker so if you can be in a relationship with a content creator or a sex worker and if you can make her feel so confident she feels like she's single when she's making money not in the real world and just when, when she's making, making money. money like the minute your girl leave a club if you're dating a stripper the minute she leave a club she's your girl but when she's at that club, she need to feel like the baddest bitch in the goddamn planet. That single and got no man. She do what the fuck she want. And if you make that girl feel like the baddest bitch on the goddamn planet and you got her feeling good when she come home, she going to make bread, bro. Bread. Shake that chonch. Bread, bro. You support her, bread. she supports you. Bro, that's PS5 <laughs> shit, bro. Can I be your manager? PS5 your only shit. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. I'll, I'll whore I you fuck, out. I fucks with sex workers. <laughs> I think yeah. sex work is some of the most self-respecting, most most prolific, most inspirational type of work because the type of degradation that come with it, the type of judgment that come with it, like the type of people that talk down on strippers, bro, for a girl to take that type of criticism, that type of ridicule, and to still go out there and look like the bad bit, bro, that's respect. I respect the fuck out that shit, Why the bro. fuck are we making rap music, bro? Let's step our game You mean up, to tell dude? me that if you couldn't go on stage and shake your dick in a windmill and make 600 bucks, you wouldn't fucking do it? I would do it, but my okay. dick's too small, then so what? it does, like the light switch. It don't matter. There ain't no butt. There ain't Dress no butt. Up, there ain't dude. no this. There ain't no that. Make it like a Muppet. <laughs> if you can make that money and do it, you're going to do it. Point blank. You should do, then make an OnlyFans since you had a gay guy. And imagine, oh, think about, well, think about that for your ego for a second. Like, think about that. Like, if, if, if there's dudes who will go to the club and drop their whole paycheck on a girl just to, what it is, you get to fuck that. What if I do a gonzo? You guys heard of a gonzo? Yeah. When you oh, yeah. Flip your flip balls, your balls upside your down and it look like your date hang dry you out all the time. Yo, I did that on my OnlyFans. All the time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking of doing that. I did a hot dog on my OnlyFans. I put my dick in a hot dog bun and covered it in relish and ketchup and mustard. Oh, you're creative as fuck. Yeah, no, I go ham on my OnlyFans. So, only are you going to do stuff like that, Arlene? Like, do something with your chonch? <laughs> like, Jesus put, Christ. put two rolls, like, make it a torta? <laughs> Oh, you got torta? <laughs> I want a torta. That's my favorite. Oh my oh my. Hey, y'all ever been to uh 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 what's El Nene's? Just because you, Hector's leaving her tonight. <laughs> y'all ever been to El Nene's out here? You ever been to El Nene's out here? Uh uh. No, that place is dope. El Nene's. Oh my god, bro, bro, bro. Oh no, sir. Good. The torta. What? No, that torta. Dude, they got a lengua torta. I've never had lengua. Dude, you're literally... <laughs> what? I've never had lengua. Leng I, dude, I hate lengua, but on a taco, that's just so good. I'll try it. I'll do it for you guys. Lengua tacos are so good, bro. You're a coconut. <laughs> Wait, so are y'all Tucson natives? Yeah. yeah. Well, you've never been in California? I was born in Cali, but I moved here when I was like 10. In LA. Yeah, LA? Okay, I was born in Anaheim. Okay. Well, that's pretty close. Y'all been in LA since then? I was born in San Diego. Hey. Okay, so 
Oh, you know what? What really break my heart, bro? I've been I've been to like three different states that are super close to Mexico, and out of those three different states that are super close to Mexico, Arizona got the worst Mexican food. Oh I ain't no, gonna lie, boy, bro. I'm gonna beat your ass. No bro. shit, no oh, shit. I'll take that shit. Table. I'll take that shit to the grave, bro. You gonna take that Arizona? Arizona has shitty Mexican food. Oh, my. I'm gonna just say it, bro. How many times have we cook Mexican food for you? That you were just but like, y'all ain't Damn. y'all ain't y'all ain't Arizona Mexican restaurants. Yes, we are. No, you ain't. Y'all homies. Okay, so I bet you that there's people. I, I'll tell you. That. Let me. I ain't gonna take it back, but let me clarify. I bet you that there's people in Arizona who can cook the best Mexican food you ever had in your goddamn life. But out of the restaurants, it's whack that. as fuck. The restaurants are hiring whack as fuck. You know, what the fuck is wrong with the places out here? Nah, what the fuck? Nah, y'all can say I ain't been here, there, all that. Y'all ain't been to Texas. Y'all ain't been to L.A. You know, the best Yo, taco dope. you ever gonna have in your goddamn life in America ain't gonna come from a restaurant. The best taco, house. the best taco you ever gonna have in all of America, every 50 goddamn states and the two colonies behind it Johnny is gonna be, nah, nah, it's gonna be in <laughs> South Central in L.A., not too far off of Crenshaw from some old looking Mexican man pushing a cart and it's gonna look gross. It's gonna look greasy. It's gonna look dirty. That's the best taco you're going to have in your goddamn life. Oh, street tacos? Street tacos in LA. That's the best taco I had. My best fajita and the best Mexican food I had in my goddamn life was in San Antonio. San Antonio, Houston, Texas. That Tex-Mex shit ain't no lie. Arizona, this food sucks, bro. What the fuck? I like it, but I'm fat. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I'm fat. I like everything. I wouldn't say it sucks, but like the, like the the Mexican food I had here ain't nothing like no place else I could get. You know, I can go. I can go to Utah. I can get a Mexican place restaurant and be like, "This tastes just like Arizona." I can go to Chicago and I can have a Mexican restaurant, but like, this tastes just yeah, like Arizona. But there's places yeah. in San Antonio you're gonna be like, "Bro, there's, mm-mm, mm-mm. Damn. there's some places in LA you're gonna be like, mm-mm. "No, I, mm-mm. next time when y'all come over to the studio, mm-mm. I'm gonna show y'all." Are you gonna make some tacos or something? Joe. I'll make y'all some lasagna, bro. Got, oh, okay. I love Apparently, lasagna. she wants to fight me for this lasagna, one. Bro. You, you just got Arlene excited as fuck, bro. I make the street food. tacos and I'll yeah. do the fried tacos. Yeah. yeah. Bro, because I like. I'll make that pasta. I'll make that lasagna. I'll make a homemade lasagna. I'll make the homemade sauce. I, I make everything homemade except for the, the, the pasta because I ain't stretching no fucking noodles. You can suck my dick. <laughs> y'all stretch this noodle. Yeah. $25. Stretch, stretch this noodle. But I make the sauce. My sauce, my pasta sauce, take 32 hours to make. I start that shit from scratch. I'll use a whole Damn. tomato. I don't even skin the tomato. I'll put a whole tomato in there. By the end of it, it's all sauce. There's no whole tomato in there. I'll, what? I'll, whole tomatoes, whole garlics, whole everything, whole bell peppers, and it all is mush by the end of it. Like oh, that, that sounds amazing. It simmers so long, everything liquefies. Everything. It's good. Look, it's I gave fun. this puppy cocaine. Can you tell? <laughs> Can I do some cocaine? Oh, my God. No. Oh no! How the fuck did he get out? What the fuck? I don't know. He just came straight to me. All right. Okay, so Bambi, that bitch hates everybody, but Hold she on. loves Arlene. Because I'm a bitch, right? Okay. Yes. You're gonna have like a drink champs or like a hot ones with booze. Like every question you gotta ask, like yeah. yo. Oh my god! Because this is idea. like hot, hot cold ones. Oh, we lost yeah. focus. Cold ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Back to the music, guys. My bad. Yeah. But you know that's how it is. You know we get comfy, we get a little bit. You off know track, we are getting comfy. We're having a good time. I'm chilling, bro. This is great. Charlene, stop acting brand new. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm fucking. All right, hypocrite. I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. How would you classify your music? Like what type of genre? Oh man. Okay. All right. Hit me with that one. All right. Uh. Well. 
Billboard classify me as like a pop punk and hip hop rap, but I always consider myself more to be like a alternative pop or like a alternative rock. Cause like I always had this like philosophy that like rock music been stuck in the old ways. Like rock, rock used to be ten years ago, twelve years ago, rock was the number one music genre in the whole world. The oh, whole, shit. the whole world. The, the do you know what the longest running music genre in the entire world is? Which one? Rock and roll. Oh, rock and shit. roll. The so classics. you know, you know what took you know what took the reins of rock and roll, and like it was like what 2016, 2018, uh, rap music. So you know who the number one consumer of rap music in the world is, right? Mm. Japan. <laughs> Japan. So Japan. What? Japan. Japan consumes more American rap music than America does. So America is so influenced by American rap culture. That's the reason why the Raiders became one of the biggest brands in, in the world because like oh, fucking Raiders. Japan well Japan is like don't get me started. Japan never heard of rap music until uh 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 who were those people call with Dr. Dre, Easy E, Ice Cube, NWA NWA. What? There you go, NWA. That's so right down our leaves alley right so there. So when NWA when NWA first came out with What's police happening? in the music video they was wearing uh Raiders gear. And that's what that's Easy what made that's what made the Raiders an international brand because Japan is the number one consumer of American hip hop. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler, or the book the Beatles warn us about in their classic song Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian, or even semi-fictional works like. Salman Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, but could very well be illegal in many countries? Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government, takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolutions, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump. This book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. So Japan is one of the biggest nations of Raider consumerism. And that's the reason why the Raiders are second in the biggest brands in the NFL behind the Dallas Cowboys. But what happened was, is rock music is so behind... Because rock music was so well with being the number one brand that they got comfortable. So when like 2008 popped off and like FL Studio and digital marketing and digital computerization with beats became the number one thing. And people started to eliminate instrumentals because you could take a guitar, you could take a bass, you could take every instrument, put on computer. A computer can replicate that sound exactly to a T. So... Bands started becoming eliminated. And so a lot of this new rap music that's been coming out, because of Billboard misclassifying genres, rap music was misconstrued as rock, which when, when it was a whole rock, Lil Peep. You know what Lil Peep really is, right? He ain't rap and hip-hop. He's dead, though. He's alternative grunge. <laughs> we ain't talking about Johnny? that. We ain't talking about that. He's, he's alternative grunge. Lil Peep. Is a 20 year advancement of Kurt Cobain. Blood up our guns, bring a friend. 16 lines, blowing on fine. 
Same shit. That's X, crazy. X is a reincarnation of Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Like you got your you got your replicas of that, and then you got your whole uh, look on me, fuck on me, yeah, like that shit. X was alternative dark metal, black metal, and then you got your 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 Scar Lord. Scar Lord is considered new rap and new and new rap, new well, like rap. new metal, like new metal, but new rap. But he is metal. He fucking had that song. Fuck with me on the block, I blow your brain. I fuck with me on the block, I blow your brain. Like that shit hella heavy. That's metal. And then you got your you got your Juice World, who is pop punky. You know what I mean? I still see your shadows in my room. That's when I see my face. Hope I give you hell. Hope it gives you hell. It's pop punk. What about so, hypocrite? Well, what happened was is that rock got misconstrued as rap. Because everybody thinks that rock got to have a band, you know? Oh, nah, 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 nah. And so when, when people started realizing you could replicate a band sound on the computer, they, they made this new rock and roll sound, and everyone called it rap because they were pill-popping, face-tatty, and come from the hood. And so everybody was like, that's rap music. But it's not. It's rock. So hypocrite, I'm pop-punk. I'm, I'm alternative punk. Because even though I have my drap, my, my rap, and my trap, and my trip, my drill beats, my 808s, everything ride with a rhythm and a lead guitar. I got two guitars and all my shit. And I got bass. And I got heavy drums. And I got big breakdown drums. And I got bridge drums. And I got hook drums. And I got intro and outro drums. And all of my music revolves around the instruments more than it does my voice. Wow. And rap, that's what rap is. Rap is all the voice. You know what I'm saying? Rap yeah. is all vocal. And, and rock and roll was all instruments. The voice was just there to add that effect. But the most popular fool in rock bands was always the guitarist. Guitar band always was, was the man. I don't know. Some pretty hot people. Kirk Cobain was so vocal. Well, rock and roll music, <laughs> what people don't John realize Lennon. is that rock and roll is more prevalent than it ever was, but people keep <clears throat> misconstruing it as rap because everybody's stuck in the old days. They think you need a band to have rock music. Dude, that's fucking crazy. I'm bro. a rock star. I am not a rapper. Damn. I'm just a modern day rock star. I don't need a band. No what was that song? Party like a rock star. Party like a rock Party like a rock star Totally dude Yeah bro Yeah shot boy That sums it up right there Yeah I'm just a modern day rock star bro I'm just like I'm just like your I'm like your Gigi Allen I'm like your I'm like Damn Gigi Allen was fucking crazy bro Yeah I'll get there bro No hold on man Not if I'm on the stage with you I'm like I'm like a Gigi Allen mixed with like a Marilyn Manson And a Kurt Cobain mixed with the lead singer of Tool and Nine Inch Nails I have a combination Depends what night you catch me on Arlene just, has no idea Who any of these people are But Gigi Allen He would like Take a shit on stage Masturbate really? Yeah Masturbate himself, Take a shit people. Piss on people <laughs> Cut himself yeah. Yeah. Cut himself no And bleed on people None. Yeah Punk As a matter of fact In his, Punk in to his the uh, casket He had people Pissing shit on him yeah. on him Full human, That's full how he hu- to go out. human uh, empowerment. Dead. He believed in human <laughs> beings being the greatest thing. He was, he was dead at a party. Was wild man. Mm-hmm. He was G- dead at a party. He overdosed and he was dead at a party and they well, took G- pictures G- with him. G- Something Allen. they would do to you. Well, G- That's Allen, how I want to go out. Yeah. He used to believe that like human mankind, like the way that we thought was like the peak. Uh, of consciousness so like he always he approached, like he wanted to well he always said that like don't worship nothing above yourself because like nobody will ever take care of you more than you 
You're your main priority. Nobody yeah. is. Speaking and that's of not, which, that, with that's your fucking mustache, you look like Gigi Allen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he acts Dude. like him too. Shoot. <laughs> we got to. Fuck you. Well, hold on. Let's, let's touch on that for a minute because that's like a big issue in today's country. Like right now, like our, our culture right now in America, we do have a big issue with people placing their worth on other people. Mm. And like Gigi Allen used to always say, like just like with Will Smith. Now Will Smith's got you on by that bitch, Jada. He and had he, an entanglement. Well, he said he said straight up that his his happiness is his responsibility. And Gigi Allen used to say the same thing, but he would say your worth is your responsibility. So like, it's nobody else's responsibility to make sure you come first other than yourself. So like, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You can't take care of your neighbor if you ain't taking care of yourself, right? So put yourself first, because if you really want to help people, you can't help nobody if you ain't taking care of. And so Gigi. And Will Smith and other people, like even Jesus, if you believe in that bullshit. But they would always say, put yourself first because nobody else. It's not their obligation to. It don't make somebody wrong to not put you first. It's your that. job to put yourself first. If you think somebody else going to put you first, that's your mistake. To sum it up, like to really sum it up, you fought a million, a couple million motherfuckers to get here. He's talking yeah. about Spur, Marlene. He's yes, I am, Marlene. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know, truly. But, but you got to fight over $8 billion to get out. And you can't get out alone. Nah. You got to... You got to fight your way to the uterus. Yeah. The, the uterus of the universe. Like, the yeah. way I look at it, like, every star, uh, every star in the galaxy is a blood cell in a body. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. And we're our yeah. own cancer. And it's like, man, if you don't live the way you fucking want to live... Like it's your one life. Like you don't. There's no guarantee of nothing at the end. So right, like you can speculate. Saying. We can speculate what come after death. But at the end of the day, this is the day. This is the day you got. You're right. We are lucky because yeah. you you pretty much won a race against yeah. uh, eight million others. Yeah, I was just about to say. You also weren't one of the ones that like landed on you know in the toilet or. Nah. Got swallowed, you know. Nah. Those didn't have a chance, bro. I've had a few of those. Like, pearl necklace. You to oh. fucking. <laughs> I've had a I've had a couple of children swallowed in the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Damn, throw R.I.P. to them. Daddy loves you, baby boy or girl, whichever you would have been. What you a boy? After all these years, could have been. Could've Damn. Been. Shit. Oh, no. Hey, so I got a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all. Yeah, yeah. Y'all do your little podcast. I I don't know if y'all have let people like split the script. What about y'all? What's y'all What's y'all opinion on like? Drug shit, drug usage. What drugs y'all done? Oh man, this oh. is gonna be a good What drugs one. we've done? Yeah. Marlene's well, lame as fuck. Full I don't disclosure. do any drugs, but I have done weed. That's it. That's it. You, you done know what? weed. Good. I applaud you, bro. I've never heard anybody say done weed before. I'm, I'm, say, I'm the I'm bad a, I drink alcohol, but I mean, just no, I'm a sad from now on. I'm a filthy alcoholic. No, no, I'm a sad from now on. I never heard nobody say do weed before. She just said she ain't never done weed. So from now on, I'm like, hey, y'all want to go do some weed? I'm gonna do some weed. I'm gonna do some weed. Come on, Chewy. He's asking you, bro. So, so you drinking weed? That's it. You've, yeah, you've done dude, I slept like that's a it. baby. That's after it. That. No coke, high. no acid, no shrooms. No, no, I'm lame. No I don't sherm. do drugs, but I mean, I don't have nothing against people who do drugs. I right, cool. Done sherm. Not just, right, what about yeah. you, bro? So I've done. Uh, <laughs> you know, I love alcohol, weed. Yeah. Um, I did coke all my twenties. Yeah. Since I was sixteen, yeah. I, I miss it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like my heart's kind of fucked up, so I can't do uh, it anymore. Kind of. It's I got lung cancer, it's bro. <laughs> I got lung cancer, bro. I know oh, that fuck. shit. Oh, but man. you know, you gotta live it up, right? Hey, all day. And uh, them peyote. Um, oh yeah. yeah. I recently did DMT though. Yeah, <laughs> me too, bro. That shit's fire, right? The geometric shapes and shit. Dude, so like, quick, so quick. Like, but it felt like a lifetime, like, right? Felt like eternity. You lived a million lifetimes, and, but in, in ten minutes. When I came out of it, I felt like I. When you, when you take a nap in the middle of the day, and you're like, "What fuck yeah. time is it?" Yeah, <laughs> oh bro, I, to be a I did. <laughs> my first time DNT doing DNT, I did it with this chick that was like 42. She was older than me. She had some elder knowledge on me. After we did DNT, I felt so much. Older. I looked at her and I said, "Young one, what knowledge do you seek?" <laughs> I guess I saw. DNT. Bro, I felt so wise. Remember that shit you didn't want me to do? That told you it was gonna make me hallucinate. K two. No, no DMT. K2. I have some stories about that. I, I was hooked on that for like a whole year. Wait, you're done kidding me? Oh my God. Oh, no, I never done that. I want to try that. Oh, no, but, K2 so is I got, spice, so. I got a funny story about ketamine. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, him, let, him, let him tell us. I want to hear this, bro. So my brother freaked out on it. Oh, man. So I, I even quit weed. I was so hooked on it. I did it every day for a year. I had to have it. Spice. Even what? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when they made it illegal, I would go to the smoke shop, and like they knew me, so I'm like, "You, you guys got any spice?" And they're like, "Nah," but we got incense. And yeah. then it's like the same shit. Yeah. I'm like, All right, cool. Give me like ten bags. And, and so, but my brother, me and him used to do it, and it was it was Mother's Day, bro. Fucking oh, Mother's Day. We went to go eat, Yeah, we went to eat some seafood, and I was living with my homie Frankie, oh, and uh. Frankie. So they had made spice illegal again, and then my brother's like, "Yo, do you got any?" I'm like, "Dude, I have like a bowl." He's like, "After this, can we go to your house and I'll chill over there?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool." And we're in my living room, and I smoked it in the house, and so like I fucking took a hit, and it fucking hit me stronger than usual. Oh. I'm like, "Oh fuck," and I'm like, "Here, dude," and then he hits it and he passes his back, and I'm like, "I'm good, bro." And then, you know how it's like 15 minutes, but it's intense? Yeah, yeah. And so I was watching TV, and I was starting to, like, get anxiety, and I was freaking out. <laughs> but I'm like, calm down, Chewie. This shit's going to be over with. Just fucking, you know, just keep it together. And so I was just trying to focus on watching TV, and my brother's like, can, you, can I use your restroom? I'm like, yeah, do you know where it's at? Go ahead. My brother goes to the restroom. I'm watching TV, trying to stay calm. Cause I'm having mad, an- yes, I'm having mad anxiety. I'm paranoid, and then I hear like, oh, like far away, like, oh. what the fuck? And I'm like, damn, my homie's watching a scary movie because he had like speakers <laughs> in his room. That Frankie was watching a scary movie. I really did. I'm like, what fucking movie is he watching? Is that Frankie and his inconvenient fucking shows. And then I hear like. As soon as, like, down the hallway, oh what's wrong with your brother? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I get up, and I'm walking to the hallway. And the closer I get to the bathroom, the the, the harder I hear screams. Like, ah! Was he screaming ah! that bad? Bad. Like, he was dying. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm all banging on the door. I'm like, Tony. He's like, ah! <laughs> Brother, help me. Peace you with the brother. Brother. Yeah. It was my younger brother, dude. He's like, brother, help me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, did you fall? You hurt? And he's just screaming and crying. Oh, my God. And then 
I'm like, to knock on Frankie's door. I'm like, yo, do you need to fucking unlock the bathroom door? And he's like, hold on, give me a butter knife. So I got it. And he's like, and he's like, it's open, bro. He's like, I ain't going to go in there. And I fucking try to open the door and I couldn't open it. I'm like, what the fuck? And I fucking push all hard and I open it and the lights are off in the bathroom. Oh my God. And I turn him on and he's rolling on the ground, like kicking the door on the walls. Like, ah! like he's fucking possessed. Yeah. And I'm screaming at him like, Tony, wake the fuck up. Open oh, your fucking no. eyes. Oh, I'm like, no. hey, open your eyes. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck you are on your head, but you're in my fucking bathroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally opened his eyes and he's like crying. He's like, <laughs> and like, he said he swears that he didn't turn off the lights. He tells me he felt woozy and he hanged on to the sink. And he said the lights turned off and he felt like lightning was going through his body. And he's like, I was being attacked by the devil. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that C2, K2, you know, it damages your brain or yeah. your nervous system. Look at that. I've never done spice. So, I wouldn't. so after that, oh, I never bro. did it again. After that, I'm like, I ain't going to tell my parents what happened. <laughs> but you better not fucking do it again. Like, I was so mad. I was like, I won't beat the shit out of you if you do it again. Like, He's like, you guys are lucky. I know. So, that's your, uh, so you want to know my first little, my, my first run with ketamine, this shit, bro. That's that, like, a animal tranquilizer? Yeah, I never yeah. put this shit on the record before. Y'all going to get the first in class. He probably, he probably shot oh, it up. I've never, <laughs> I've never shared this story publicly. Exclusively. Okay, so, okay. So, my first, my first run in, my first encounter with ketamine wasn't even me. It's my son. My son, he was uh he was two years old, two years almost three. Um so okay, so quick little backstory, so I understand the story. My wife at the time, her best friend needed a place to live. We had an extra bedroom in our house. We rented her a room. She had this dog, he was a Catalua. Fuck that dog. She said <laughs> she said this dog had good history with kids and I asked her, I asked her specifically, I remember, I remember asking her straight up, has this dog ever been mean to a kid? Ever. I said it straight the fuck. She said, Never. Never. Look me dead in the eyes. Never. So, all right, cool. So, not even two months of this bitch living in my house. Um, she went camping one weekend. Left her dog all alone with just me and my wife. My, my son. My dog wasn't born yet. So, my son. And my son walked up to the dog while the dog was sleeping. And, like, my son always dealt with this dog. This dog never had no issues. My son cool with animals. He ain't, he ain't mean nothing and shit like that. He walked to the dog just like he always did and started petting it. The dog just woke up out of nowhere and bit him right under here, right under his eye, real bad. Oh my God. I was playing video games. I heard my son hit the floor, and I heard the dog growl and nip, and I heard my son crying. I run over there, and my son got blood, like, pulling in his eye. I didn't know where the bite came from at the time. I just saw blood pulling in my son's eye. I thought that the dog bit my son's eye. I thought that my son was oh, blind. Yeah. Uh, canine went through his eye. His eye was just covered in blood. And so I started, like, beating the chest off. I'm like, ah, you fucking piece of shit. Um, I tell the wife, we get, my, we get my son loaded up in the whip um, to go to the hospital. And my, my ass was so mad. I remember that, like, while we were always heading to the car to get into the car to drive my son to the hospital, I stopped. And I hesitated because the dog was outside just looking me dead in the face, just staring at me like, what do we do now? And in a moment, in my head, I stopped while my son's bleeding and, like, needing emergency care. And I was like, I, 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 
fucking kill this fucking dog. Like old yeller. I looked at my wife and I was just like, go without me. And she's like, you have the fucking keys, get in the car. And I was just like, okay. And that broke my, my line of thought. But for a second, I thought, I'm going to stay home and kill this fucking dog. <laughs> so go to the hospital. My son, my son, who's not even three years old yet, he, he ain't 50 pounds. Or 35, it was 35. 35 is the limit. He wasn't even 35 pounds, so they couldn't give him anesthesia. Ooh. And so they found out that the, the incision was under his eye. Thank God. So, like, his eye was fine. I thought the tooth went through his eye. And they're like, we got to give him stitches, though. And they're like, but we can't give him anesthesia because he's less than 35 pounds, so we're going to give him ketamine. And I had never done ketamine at this point in my life. And I'm just like, oh, shit. And so they gave my son ketamine right in front of me. He, like, kind of, like, spazzed out. He was, like, twitching and shit. And they're like, that's normal. That's normal. He's going into his state. And then, like, as soon as he was done twitching, he was just looking. It's like. <laughs> and they started stitching him up. And he was just like. Oh. Life is great. And then after the minute they were done stitching him up, they shot him up with adrenaline to pull him out. And he started twitching and spazzing again. And then he came out and he was just like, Dad. I saw a unicorn. <laughs> My son got to try ketamine before me, man. What the fuck? Damn. Must have been nice, huh? You want to try it now? Man, that's what I'm saying. Arlene's like, like, there's unicorns involved. <laughs> yeah. All magical. Like, yeah, pimp, bro. That's my son. His name's Mars. He's a, he's a little pimp. And his he, daughter's name is Jupiter. Yeah, my really? son's Mars, Mars and my daughter's and Jupiter. Jupiter. Well, my son, my son's real name is Amari. We named him Mari at first after the prince. Um, he was a prince in Egypt. Um, from back in the day, day like around uh, a Nox and a Moon type of times. It's so like Amari. He was like a black prince. Yeah. And my baby mama, she come from like country, she hella country, hella hella southern, hella white. And so her dad was like, well, "That's a black person's name." And so they were like, I ain't no grandbaby of ours. So uh, I named him Amari. But since they said it was a black person's name, we nicknamed him Mars. So her family would accept him. They, How old are they? Uh, my son's five. And my daughter's three. But my daughter, her real name is Jupiter. That's, Jupiter. Yeah. That's cool. But we call my son Mars. His real name is Amari. But we call him Mars because Mars is he, he, he that man. <laughs> I'm actually about, I actually, I just got, I'm, I'm about to get full custody of him. Soon. So that's that's a big Congrats, accomplishment. Bro. Yeah, yeah. They're about, they're about they're about to be here with me. So that's pretty huge. Tired of dragging the family to a lame burger joint with clowns and cartoon characters for mascots? Are you fed up with disgusting ball pits and playgrounds? If you're ready for a truly unique dining experience, then Moss Burgers is for you. Moss Burgers offers an atmosphere for the tactical types. No more pansy ho ho meals for the kiddies. At Moss Burgers, get the little shit of 410. That's a hot dog with small fries and a drink. But the prize is an authentic 4-inch Army Surplus battle dressing for use at the real playground. One where kids get hurt. Monkey bars, steel slides that get about 400 degrees in the summertime, where there's always some big bully to knock you over and steal your Laffy Taffy. Are you interested in something a little more daring? How about a 12-gauge? That's two one-third beef patties on a giant Kaiser roll with all the fixings. You know, the good ones. The American ones. Not so hungry? That's okay, we'll make you a special op salad, complete with Mossberger's very own Secret Service dressing and camo croutons. Check out the on-premise shooting range. Air rifles for the little ones and 50 towels for the big ones. Mossberger's. First openly amosexually oriented restaurant, catering to proud fellers, oath takers, and promise makers of all sorts. 
No reservations required. Just check your weapon at the door and pass through the security checkpoint and get your food riddled with fresh pepper. One half price shots during happy hour. Moss Burgers, where the term drive through involves protesters blocking your way. Come and get some. Was that my wife? Terrifying. (laughs) April. My wife. (laughs) I like that song though, by the way. Hold the fucking phone. Hold the phone. I don't even know what that song is. He's out. Yeah. Or he's playing Pokemon Go. You guys play that? Dude, I don't know. Shut the fuck up! I've been playing it all week. I play PS4. I play. Uh, I play Call of Duty and NBA 2K. Arlene's lame. Play some 2K. You play. Get some 2K in here. I'll, I'll whoop that ass on 2K. I'd rather play NHL, bro. I'll whoop that ass on that Damn, too. That's a challenge. But bro. I play that 2K, bro. I'm, I'm about basketball and football. That's my sports. But like, I just came back from the Raiders game tonight. We got our asses a little bit, whatever. I'm, y'all fuck with you on some UFC on it too. I'll whoop your ass on that too. Oh hell, no, no, whoop nope. your ass on going, that too. Right, it's going down now. I'll UFC. bring back that rant. Yeah, you guys, you guys said it on record. It's on. It's now. on. We'll do that UFC <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hey, and if anybody here listening plays 2K, my uh, my PlayStation tag is hypocrite O F E. It's H Y P O K R I T O F E. I will match you on Cash at fifty dollars to pick up the sticks. I'll wax that ass in 2K. What's you up? know, hey, same same with especially shit like Call of Duty and fucking Battlefield or any shooting game. Don't play with me, bro. She's seen me on Call of Nim Duty. Has met NYM <laughs> underscore HZMT. How I do on Call PlayStation. Of Duty. Shut you the fuck up. <laughs> it's me now. Like, and he said he's not good at video games. He's hey, wait, liar. tell him again. Tell him again. You know how he said he wasn't good at pool? He said the same thing about Call of Duty. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I told I told him I was like, I can't play I can't play pool for shit. And I was over there making bank shots, calling him too. I don't see, see you playing none of that shit with me, bro. I had a double Damn. bank. I had a Until double I bank it, called it. I said I'm gonna bounce off that, that, hit this that ball and it's going right here, in. Though. Called it. Good. I'm with that right. fire. I'm Kevin Gates at that shit. Kevin Gates. I'm from the trap, bro. I came from I I I was raised a lot in Colorado, but I spent a lot of time in uh in Chicago on Southside, so like I got some, I got you some dirty, dirty. I got some great, great. I get that ass whooped. I whooped that ass, bro. <laughs> I'm just yeah, throwing it out there. I'll ask that ass. Let's go. Bro. Some Call of Duty. We'll do some one on one. I play some All Call of Duty. Only and we play together. Why not play together and wax some ass together? Oh, okay. Be awesome. Now it's about playing together. Bro, I had a 12 death streak. <laughs> I killed 12 people in a row before I died. I was on that shit. I got on you some, on that 45 kill streak. Some Newtown, bro. I was killing it. <laughs> Why you stop my chair from rocking? I like to rock my chair. I got because anxiety. you're knocking up against this shit. I'll knock up against your mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. She probably appreciates it, Duty? man. She needs it. I don't. Why? I don't know. I'm she not really would. into video games. She'd kill me. I'm oh, no. Nah. I'm a girl. Yeah, I'm a girl. I'm I don't like video games. games. I don't. What are you into? Are you into like does, dishes? Does Hector like video laundry, games? Cooking mm. dinner. What do you mean? Mm, only well, because no, you don't let I him play. I bet he will play video games he all day if you to, let him. He used to, and then he got with me, and then he doesn't do nothing. What'd you do to him? Oh, nothing. Bitch he ass Arlene. Wait, how long y'all been together? Hector. Oh, Hector. 
What do you like to play on video games? Oh, you and Hector are together. Yeah, not hmm? Who are you with? You wish, Charlie. You a single man? You a single man? See, so you like Call of Duty? Oh, yeah. And she makes you stop playing her. Why don't you give me all the music? Trying to, you, you well, trying to give me a hug? Bro, I you no, he's, he's bro, I'd be, like, I have to deflect so many bitches at shows, man, because I got I got this spicy okay. thing right here. She'll kill. You got to beat him off with a stick. Bro, there was this one chick that was hitting on me, and like this... The last chick Girls ruin everything This last chick that was hitting on me She was actually kind of cute everything. She wasn't as cute as her like, Let the like, man have beautiful. fun If he's gonna support but there was you You gotta chick. support She was kinda cute She was no, hitting on me And I was like Bro she'll kill the both of us well, Like I'm trying to help you right, right. She's like I don't care like, about that I want you And I was like girl You don't understand I'm trying to save both of us right now she will kill the both of us. We started a war. What happened? I'm hearing all kinds of conversations. I'm like mm-hmm. buzzing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arlene's a little bit dumb. She can't process oh a lot. No, she's once. stupid. No, she's not stupid. <laughs> Fuck you. She's dumb. Yeah, she's dumb, not stupid. Hey, you're not stupid, but you're dumb, okay? Fuck you. <laughs> okay. But, um, hey, why don't you guys drop a... So you, you're pretty big on TikTok too, huh? <laughs> I, well, I was before my old page got banned. I'm still big on Instagram though. Damn. My my, my TikTok got banned. I was at like seventy thousand, seven hundred thousand. I can't. Did remember. you actually like upload a dick video? Oh not yet. Not my. That's on my OnlyFans. My my TikTok got banned because I was doing uh, conspiracy videos. I did. Oh, this. That's, that's fucked up. I did a video about how like the central banking system is like owning the root of debt in countries Dude, because yeah, they print money and they for the first dollar they print you they charge you a dollar forty. And so, like, you only have a dollar in circulation. Since if you only have a dollar in circulation, how do you pay back that 40 cents? I need to print you 40 more cents. Yeah, you're just and so for me to print you that 40 more cents, I'm going to attach in a 60-cent debt to that. So you need more money printed. It's impossible to pay it back. That's why the U.S. is always in debt. So that, that, well, I did a, I did a, um, I did a metaphor video for it, so like people could understand it, like children. And so I did a video, and like on, on TikTok, the video was me, like this dude coming up and being like, hey, um, could I borrow 20 bucks from you? And I was like, yeah, bro, you can borrow 20 bucks. Here's 20. And I handed him a $20 bill to myself. And I was like, all right, sweet, thanks. And I was just like, all right, yeah, you owe me 50 bucks. Damn. And that's, that's, how, the, that's how the central banking system works. I only Very give you true. 20. How are you going to pay me back that 50? You need another loan. You need another $30 loan. And so for that $30, I'm going to charge you 100 for that. No. And you, you can't, you can't pay it back. The more money I print you, the more debt you have. And that's just how, I, so I got banned for that. For that. That's fucked up, bro. Yeah. And so now I make TikTok videos about getting pegged. <laughs> nice. You know what that is, Early? My first. <laughs> it's girls that wear a strap on and fuck me in the ass. Oh. <laughs> my, of course. <laughs> so my first TikTok video I ever posted, I'm like, I'm going to get in this. Dude, and I got banned, bro. Wait. They had YouTube? like a little, they had a little Barbie fucking <laughs> thing and i had the little barbie doll and i was like walking around i was like oh my god i can't wait to get home and suck my cousin cousin fucking dick no. and cook some dinner bro and like dude it was just like oh shit apparently you can't talk about sucking dick and having women nah. cook dinner she just censor nah. it like yeah. beep his beep yeah yeah <laughs> fucking karen's out there Aww. yeah for real. Well, it's Chinese at, so they have to, like, operate off of, like, Chinese diplomacy, and China oh. doesn't have freedom of speech. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. true. He gets away with mad shit, though. He's got a loophole, this guy. Sure. He's got, like, well, I'm part Jewish, so I know how loopholes No, no, are. no. I see what he does. Like, he gets it, like, oh, it's dope. The way he puts it out there. Have you watched his TikToks? Yeah. Man, the way he puts it out there is... Slick. Subliminal. 
Slick. You need I'm to slick. keep your long ass fingers to yourself and stop grabbing hams from across the two Jewish rooms. Man. I'm Mexican and Jewish, what's, so I'm really what's good. Your TikTok? She's just what's your name on TikTok? Uh, my, my TikTok is Crackhead Joe Dirt. Um, <laughs> at Johnny Arson Hip Hop. Oh, yeah. I'm all my I'm all my social bitch. media handles: Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that. It's all Crackhead That's Joe it. Dirt. Is Joe Dirt as in just J O? Huh. Uh, well, no, no. The only TikTok is J O. Everything oh. else is J O E. Okay. But so TikTok is Jay. So I mean, well, yeah, shout, shout, him, shout him out uh, what you got. Like I said, I still don't have Crystal Mountain shit up yet. I was supposed to do it today. Man, it's just been About too busy to, be to put better. a bunch of. Hey, you guys are putting in work, bro. Like you said, you know, working on them videos, the songs, you know. Yeah, we got to shoot Hello. tomorrow. Um, yeah, two of them. Yeah, we're shooting. Well, you're shooting two. I'm shooting one. Yeah. Well, no, I ain't shooting two. I'm shooting for a different video. But yeah. No, we gotta get ready to go. I gotta go fucking take this dog out. We gotta go take it so we don't <laughs> shit in the goddamn house. Again. All right, well, give him, give him some. Uh, yeah, prepared. where can we find? You know your social yeah, media. Yeah. Oh, social okay. media. So, like, if you wanna, if you wanna find me on Instagram, uh, just look up Crackhead Joe Dirt. Everything is exactly how it sounds. J O E D I R T. Um, crackhead. I hope y'all know how to spell that. Everything is Crackhead Joe Dirt. J O E, except for TikTok. TikTok is J-O-D-I-R-T. Um, if you want to get onto the OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com slash hypocrite is dead. Um, Facebook, Pykel Sarah. If y'all ever watched uh, Rick and Morty with like Michael and Pykel. Yeah. You're a piece of shit, Pykel. I'm Pykel. Pykel <laughs> Sarah. Love Rick and Morty. What up? Get uh, it. Same um, with Johnny Arson. It's like Johnny Arson, hip hop, almost everything. Instagram is Johnny underscore MF underscore Arson, you know, I mean, it's just like uh, Facebook Johnny Arson. Or just look at your mom's bedroom. Johnny if Arson. you want to find Johnny, just find him in your mom's bedroom. Uh, yeah, that's a problem. You guys are also on Spotify on, and YouTube. Yeah, just look at Hypocrite. H Y P O K R I T. You can find Hypocrite everywhere. Hypocrites all over the goddamn place. Crystal bro. Mountain, be ready for those tags because we're about to put a lot of shit on. Yeah, we just started a Crystal punk Mountain band. We started a band together. Oh, riot, uh, riot, man. riot. It's an acronym for uh, Rebellion is our therapy. So uh, if you like punk rock and like that heavy shit, that rebellious shit, that fucking. That's what I'll do uh, before. All cops are bastards and fuck religion, fuck the man, fuck the machine. That's right. That's so all for do we, you. Do baby. we want to play? Uh, you want to play Spite Me before we? Let's get the fuck on with Spite Me. Yeah, let's oh, do hold it. On, hold on. Let's before that, it. do you want to do any shout outs? Any shout outs? Let me do my own personal shout outs. Let's go. Right. Come Let on. Me shout out this man right here with me, Johnny Arson. This man, he, this man did a lot. He helped me out with my growth. He, uh, like I said, like we talked about in the beginning interview. I was, I was struggling with live edition shit. He pulled me in. He helped me like get clean detox and shit. So like I got, I got my mind right. We did a lot of shit with that. Let me shout out uh, Epidemic Media. They do all my visuals. They do all my cover arts, everything like that with my music videos. Shout out to them. Let me shout out my producers, uh, Splash Gang, uh, Fonzarelli, and uh, Damien out at the Salt Mines, the ones who record me, make my beats, do all my shits. And let me shout out all my fans, the ones who make everything that happens pop, because if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be doing shit right now, because I'd be a fucking... Um, and then let me shout out everybody that follow me on my social media because I like twelve thousand and you keep me pumping. And then let me shout out y'all who just had me on your podcast because y'all y'all brought me out here, y'all brought me and gave me this opportunity. So shout out to y'all too. Hey, thanks for coming, man. Johnny, anything else? You know what? I do my shout outs, but I'll I'll do my shout outs in another video. Hey, okay. and we'll uh, we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it hypocrite and sweet. Let's rock with that song. And show looking- everybody. Uh, 
Keep up the great work, man. Looking forward for more. And um, I mean, like I said, a song fucking hit me, bro. Like, hey, hell, I appreciate it. that. You hit me right here, bro. The heartstrings. Appreciate that. That <laughs> one's a, that was a definitely a heartstring track. Let's rock that shit and go. And then Arlene, got any plugs? TikTok, YouTube, TikToks. Well, all my TikToks and all my social media is Arlene Adriana. Um, all Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all Mexican. No, yeah, no, yeah, but you guys can follow me there too. But <laughs> by the way, do you put any of your contents on TikTok? Like, like my music? Yeah, I try to keep my music off of TikTok because what I learned that TikTok worked the most for is like for interactiveness with like personality. Like people use TikTok to find out what you're like, how to be more personal with you. Like, yeah, every app has its own different insight. Facebook is for me to see your shit posting, your humor. People get on yeah. Instagram to find good pictures. People get on your Snapchat to find out what your daily life is like. You you post your life in Snapchat. But what TikTok is for is everything is engaging in, in TikTok. And no one wants to reply and start a conversation because of a song. And it, so all my TikTok is basically around advocacy. All of my TikTok is basically around addiction advocacy, advocating for mental health, and advocating for people who have intimacy issues and like attachment issues, relationship issues. I try to like bring light and shed light on very controversial issues that nice. we all... So. And if you do want to hear his music stuff, you can... Follow Johnny Arson Hip Hop. But I try not to shove my music I down people's on. throats. I try to, I try to, all of my music revolves around mental health. So like everything at the end of the day revolves around me trying to make sure everybody's okay in the mind. So we'll do a Crystal Mountain page and then you can see some music here and there, a little behind the scenes. Shoot, we might even do an OnlyFans. Collaboration. <laughs> I already got one of them. Bear, bear with a twink. You can see my PP on OnlyFans. I got it there. See, Arlene, so everybody uh, listening, keep an eye out for Arlene's uh, OnlyFans coming up. Uh, tortas, <laughs> and uh, who knows what else she's going to do. Oh, yeah, and tortas. we have a show. Let me say, we have a show um, at the Edge Bar, February 25th, with I don't know who the fuck they're called, <laughs> but it's a punk show. Hypocrite's going to be there. Riot is going to be there. So it'll be pretty tight. February Sweet. 25th at the Edge Bar. Come check it out, all ages. All so right. we play the song for... Uh Spite me in. Spite yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll get the fuck on out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't lie to myself about how I feel. Yeah, so 
with you That ain't true You know I'm too weak All the times you said you love me It was all just pretend Played my heart like a guitar and left me out on the road I remember how you used to hate on all of my friends Now you kick it with them just so you ain't drinking alone They say growing as a person can be the best revenge They know shit they was sitting next to you on your phone So don't hit me when you see me spending all of my ends Cause I ain't never know if I did it all on my own so fucking hard, it's hard for me to let go I reach out to you for help And all you do is say no You fucking bitch, you think that I can do it all on my own If I don't kill you first, I'm leaving Cause I'm good all alone You broke me down, you showed me life I'm living all that I can I'm drinking hard and fucking everything I pop in these hands It's cold for raising me up It keeps me right where I stand I've been falling for you Because I don't give a damn You lit the match and here we are just dancing in the flames I can't wait to see you burn And scratch the blisters from my pain All the times you said you love me It was all just pretend Played my heart like a guitar and left me out on the road I remember how you used to hate on all of my friends Now you kick it with them just so you ain't drinking alone They say growing as a person can be the best revenge They know shit they was sitting next to you on your phone So don't hit me when you see me spending all of my hands Cause I ain't never know if I did it all on my own Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewy gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace